Welcome back to Two Pink Clowns. I'm Faith. And I'm Caitlin. And it's Galentine's Day. Woo! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or it's, you know, whatever day of February we upload this. Uh, yeah, next week. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, for now, we're talking about Valentine's Day. This probably would have been a good <laughs> episode to release a week earlier. Nah. <laughs> thinking i was thinking about college (laughs) we're all busy with college and trying to get to college and finding a college (laughs) the the sats books for college yeah right now i'm dating the sats basically so (laughs) i I text my friends whenever i'm watching uh this guy hayden rodia on youtube he has this whole series of people be like, oh, what are you up to? I'm like, just hanging out with my boyfriend. And I just, like, take a picture of the video. <laughs> like, such a stud of a man. It's a problem because I listen to his videos in two times speed, you know, to get uh, twice the amount of information in half the time. Also because it's, like, he talks kind of slow. So I tried to watch one of his videos with, like, his face in it as he talks normally. I'm like, gross, stranger. Speak faster. <laughs> yeah, like I, could, I, uh, I could never meet him in real life because I'm like, your voice is too slow. Speed it up. He'll be like, what? A lot of times for my engineering lectures last year, I would put it on like one and a half speed. Because mm-hmm. she, she really did talk slow. Okay. It's just, it's a feature on YouTube that I, like, uh, abuse all the time. Where it's like, oh, do you want to watch this video normally? Or do you want to be a speed demon? Like, I want to speed. I want to speed. <laughs> I am speed. Yeah, don't quote me on that when I get on the road. I want to speed. <laughs> also, good news. My roommate's not here. Yay. Not roommate. because I like her, but because she's been uh, interviewing with sororities. And I was and a pretty, your roommate pretty, is our number guy. one listener. <laughs> <laughs> she yeah. doesn't know about this. Good, good. Continue. She just knows I talk loudly on the phone with you. That's I mean that's every phone call you have with me. Yeah, that's, that's anything. Yeah, it's like especially she's not here if we do like a phone call on a Monday night as I'm walking home from Trombone Fire, but mm-hmm. she is here on weekends. <laughs> Ah, gotcha. Alright, so yes, back to Valentine's Day. Our our past life experiences with it. What do we think? Do we think it's all a scam? Is love real? (laughs) Many more questions we will fail to answer. We have to call this episode, What is Love? Baby, don't hurt me. But... Yeah, what do you think, if you had to guess, what's your earliest memory of Valentine's Day? Um, well, it's never been a notable romantic holiday for me at all, since I have not been in a relationship. But um, I always loved uh, giving out, like, Valentine's goodie bags of chocolate and stuff to my friends. I mentioned in the last episode, I think, uh, I love the little Valentines with the characters from shows such as iCarly, the Rachel Hale. I can't remember anything else that I put on Valentine's. Probably Hello Kitty once. Um, But yeah. Yeah, those little paper Valentines were really cool. Oh, what was your favorite Valentine's candy to get? 
Because there were certain candies that only, like, really appeared around Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. I, honestly, Valentine's Day, I like most candy. So I was never like, ooh, did I get, like, this? Like, if I had to pick, I'd probably say gum. But for little Valentine's at school, I always wanted, like, those little character erasers. For two reasons. One, because I thought they were really cool. And two, in fourth grade especially, I had... I don't think you ever told me about this. I had in the beginning of the year my mom got me this pack of like you know like uh, school supply stuff and one of them was this uh, colorful eraser so I drew a face on it and his name was Bob and I decided to make comics and I made my friends make merchandise I gave him a wife I gave him children he became a whole thing <laughs> he was Bob the eraser he fought crime against Dr. Paperstein who was just a piece of paper <laughs> with crayon minions uh, the op- the beginning of the comic opened with Bob getting married to his wife Barbara. They had three kids. They all adopted because you know that's that's where kids come from. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, one of their kids was a squirrel who was Aqua. It was just this little toy I got in a like a gu- uh, machine at the grocery store. I named him Nutqua because squirrels like nuts, and he was Aqua. <laughs> um, <laughs> They had a baby eraser that was just an eraser top. Um, they also had a kid named Shelly, who was a shell. <laughs> <laughs> the laws of this universe were very interesting. <laughs> um, but yeah, I have two. I have two copies of the comic strip. Uh, well, a comic book. It's the same book. I just wrote it twice because I thought that's how comics were made. You just you don't, you didn't print them. You just rewrote the entire thing again, <laughs> and you redrew everything and you rewrote everything. Um, but yeah, around Valentine's Day, at least especially in fourth grade, I would want like those little you know hamburger or, like just animal erasers that you never actually erase with. You just play with them. <laughs> yeah, they're terrible quality. But... <laughs> they're so cute. Yeah, I think, yeah, that was peak Valentine's stuff to get. Or stickers. Stickers were pretty cool. <laughs> um, but, yeah. Also, this did remind me when I said, like, earliest Valentine's Day memory. Uh, when I was in kindergarten, uh, like, you know, I had never been to school before. never did preschool or anything like that. So I think I had never, like, really been exposed to Valentine's Day at all. Because, like, why would we? <laughs> um so I remember on Valentine's Day, my teacher brought in this tray, and I have a picture somewhere. If I can find it, I'll add it, but if not, it's okay. I thought it was a giant thing of, like, meat or steak in the shape of a heart, because I'm stupid. <laughs> it, was, it was a brownie for all of us, but because it was red and this color scheme and stuff, my first thought was like, ah, yeah, Valentine's Day big old slab of meat for a, <laughs> a six-year-old <laughs> um and there's like this giant class picture of us huddled around it um I'm not even sure when I thought that I don't know if that was my initial thought when I first saw it or if I like looked back on pictures I'm like ah yes the meat slab of valentine's because <laughs> that's what it's about um but yeah, it's always just been about, like, giving cards to friends and stuff. Um, you know, me as a kid, uh, turning... Basically, I think I wanted my life to be a, a rom-com ever since 
I was probably exposed to a rom-com. <laughs> like, I, I must have watched, like, one Disney princess movie, and I'm like, yes, I want a man. That's it. We'll, fi- we'll figure out the details later. <laughs> but, yeah. All right. Uh, well, I had a dream. Uh, generally, I do have weird romantic dreams about people in my life, but I'm not going to talk about that on here. <laughs> Caitlin, For <laughs> obvious reasons. Um, but I had um, a dream about a fictional character that was sort of romantic, in a way. Uh, Knowing Caitlin, so- they might have, like, held hands. <laughs> <laughs> so... There's this movie, it's an X-Men spinoff called The New Mutants, and one of the characters is Sunspot, and his real name is Roberto. Not the actor's name, the actual character's name. And I guess I found him attractive, because he showed up here. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And so, it was like, the setting was like a cotillion class, which is weird, because I've never been to one. Um, And... So I think he was like positioned next to me, like he was put there specifically, and we talked a lot. And I, <laughs> I just read back my description of this dream, and it was like it said something like the conversation was like flowing water. It was just so easy, and I was really enjoying myself. I was like, what the hell was I talking about? <laughs> and this what was only like a year ago. I'm like, who are you? <laughs> um, so then. There was also this other girl there, and actually, in the show, there's a girl with, like, platinum blonde hair, who's a little bit crazy. I mean, <laughs> because she has powers and stuff. Um, she she's a blonde. Little... I like how we made that clear. No. Uh, we had a... Or she had... The character had a little dragon puppet that she, like, believed was real and magical and stuff. And then, spoilers for New Mutants, I don't think anybody else is going to watch this movie at this point. But at the end, they have to fight this big bad guy, and she has this huge sword, and the dragon comes to life. And it's this little, like, animated purple dragon. He's so cute. (laughs) But it kind of looked, it was, I guess, a similar thing, and I was like, you were attracted to the dragon. (laughs) No. I was uh, really jealous when she talked to him because I had, like, enjoyed our conversation so much. (laughs) And so I'm trying to... I'm doing this all by memory, by the way, because I didn't have time to write it down beforehand. (laughs) So I was, like, we were having a break, and I was, like, looking at an astrology article I was reading on my phone. And so he sees it and says, like... If you're going to judge me by my astrology placements, then I don't want to talk to you. <laughs> and he just walked away, and I stopped and was like, wait, no. And I explained, like, that it wasn't... No, I a- love you. <laughs> no, it was, like, the stuff I was reading wasn't about his, like, chart. And I had this weird thing. I'm used to explaining myself in a very non-emotional way so that people can't capitalize off of saying, like, why are you crying? Why are you so mad? Change your tone. Um, so I tried saying it in a very, like, objective way first, and he didn't respond to that. So then I actually said it in in a more sincere emotional way, and that actually got him to be like, all right, I believe you. (laughs) (laughs) And so that was basically it. And I remember I had, like, left the room and came back, 
and Albert apparently ran this class. <laughs> and he, ta- he taught them, like, a little folk dance with the champagne glasses. It, like, again, tying into memories I already had. Mm-hmm. So, <laughs> so I didn't know what this was, but I was too afraid to ask Albert. So I just kind of, like, saw what everybody else was doing and tried to do my best. As and so do. that's kind of where it ended. But yes, my uh, dream correspondence with the fictional character to replace all the times I've had weird interactions with people I actually know. <laughs> nice. And what were you? Uh, Blue's Clues? <laughs> oh, yeah. You say that. We, we talked beforehand. Just saying Blue's Clues does not give context. <laughs> um, not to them, but you'll, you're going to yes, explain. Yes, okay. So, uh, I, uh, I don't know why, I guess, ever since I saw that dress on, like, Yes style that, like, reminded me of Steve from Blue's Clues, I've, Steve, I've sort of just, like, not been obsessed, because I, I get obsessed over things. It's an issue. <laughs> More just, like, I've been really interested in, like, what he's up to now, because there's a whole video of him on YouTube. Uh, it looks like he's doing stand-up. But he's just sort of talking about his life, and he just does this once at, at some place, and then it's like radio silence. He's like, oh, I'm Steve from Blue's Clues. Once I went on a date with, like, you know, someone who looked like a stripper, and, you know, bye. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great video. I recommend everyone watches it. Um, but more recently, he spoke at a college, and uh, he did, like, a Q&A and stuff like that, and he was sort of giving... His whole talk, it was pretty interesting. He said, the dreams that you have, you know, those aren't, like, those don't need to be concrete goals. Your dreams, not, he wasn't trying to say you couldn't make them happen, but more just, like, they're there, something to, like, push for, something to guide us, but they're not necessarily the destination all the time. Because his dream was never to be Steve on Blue Skies. <laughs> um, he wanted to be... Uh, Al Capone <laughs> like you know as a sort of actor uh, but what happened was he got this audition and he thought he was just going to be a voice actor for the uh, some cartoon character on a kid's show it wasn't until he actually got there they're like no you're you're a person <laughs> you're a person a- in front of a green screen <laughs> actually he it's a blue screen because his shirt is green Casey oh know. that's right yeah yeah um, which, you know, he talks about that and the technical side of it. Uh, he, he's been on some episodes more recently of like the new vamped blues clues. Uh, and he said, any episode with me is the hardest thing in the world because, uh, what, because they, the new guy has like a blue shirt, right? No, no. What the thing is it well, yeah, he has a blue shirt, but so he has a green screen behind him. So they have to follow Steve around with the blue screen. <laughs> So, like, there's just this guy behind him. And I find that very funny to imagine. Uh, But, yeah, so back to going about, he talks about, like, you know, his dreams, his goals. He just ended up as the face of Blue's Clues. He talks about how, for the show, he has Steve, the character, who is, um, he described him very interestingly, because I never thought Steve was, like, that deep. But Steve, the character on Blue's Clues, is, you know, he's always full of wonder, wow the male (laughs) um and actually when he was talking about that 
he said uh, he sort of came up with the little jingle for like we are looking for blues clues. Uh, he didn't come up with the words. He was given the words on a piece of paper and it just said sing it, like saying we are looking for blues clues. We are looking for blues clues. He's like, put put a jingle to that. So he used the song. I don't know if you've heard it. It's at the they play at the movie theaters. Like we are going, we're we're going to the lobby. We're oh yeah, the lobby. He used that, and they're like, "Oh, that's great!" But because that's copyright, they just changed that by two notes, and you know, now it's we are looking for blues. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he talked about how Steve, the character, was the kind of guy. He told some of the writers, "He's like, this is the kind of guy who would sing." If the mail came. <laughs> so he didn't write the mail song, but some parts were like his ideas. He's like, this guy, he's just thrilled to have the mail. <laughs> um, but the really, the deep part of it was, he said, Steve, the character, is never afraid to ask for help. So if there's anything you want to take away from that, is that, you know, always be open to, you know, getting help in your life and like asking people in the whole audience, like, oh, it's like, that's so sweet. And then, you know, the next guy asks a question. He's like, hey, can you sing the male song for us? <laughs> I love that, though. Like, that's such a good message and something I need to hear. Yeah. Yeah. And it's interesting because, like, Sim saying stuff like that, I'm like, oh, I should go rewatch Blue's Clues, which, no. <laughs> I, I, something about like because he like talked to the camera as a child I like accidentally developed like oh he's he's my friend he's like actually my friend so anytime I listen to him talk now it's this weird sort of like click in my brain like oh that's our friend that's our friend right there instead of like the normal reaction of like a celebrity or something does that make sense there's like two Mm -hmm. distinct there's two distinct areas of the brain where it's like people I haven't met and people I have met and like recognizing them and for some reason Steve the line is just really blurred <laughs> like he'll talk about he talked about this this last thing he said oh yeah I have like you know my voice was a bit higher for Steve the character because I was younger but now I'm like old and he said when they asked him to sing the male song he's like I can't guys my voice <laughs> voice isn't there. so they all sang it to him it was it was the funniest thing because he's like oh my god guys uh the guy was like oh wait you need our help singing (laughs) steve's like would you help me sing the male song it's this group of college kids they're like yeah (laughs) um but he'll be like oh my voice is deep or whatever and i'm just sitting here like no you're still steve this is my guy you still have the steve voice because you are steve (laughs) Um, it's just this weird feeling. I think I used the word uh, parasocial, where I feel like I have a relationship with this person, or they're like closer than we actually are. Because <laughs> it's like he doesn't know me at all, but I I know him. He was he was asking me to help with clues. <laughs> we go way back, but yeah. So he has stuff on YouTube. He talks about how he actually has. He's actually really tight with Josh and uh. Or his name's not Josh. Donovan. He plays Josh on Blue's Clues. Or played. He was his replacement, which all the kids... Which un- we didn't like him as much. <laughs> it's Josh? It's not Joe? Joe. It's Joe. Josh is... He's the new, new guy. Right? Yeah. So confusing. Okay. So, uh, Donovan is Joe. Which is kind of confusing. Because, like, Steve is Steve. Um, 
Donovan is a real person. Joe is the character. Because the whole issue, Steve was having like a mental breakdown. He's like, am I Steve, the character on Blue's Clues? Or am I Steve, the real person in real life? So for the next guy, they're like, all right, we're, we're going to fix that right now. New name. <laughs> Separate that. Also, what kid wants to be like, you know, Donovan? <laughs> Don. That's a weird, that's weird. Like, Joe is one of those names that's so popular that you're like, yeah, your name is Joe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but no, apparently all the, like, three generations of Blue's Clues guys, they're all, like, really tight. And it just sounds so funny because they have, like, Steve, he, he says, he said he himself, he's like, I'm the OG. These are, these are my boys. <laughs> <laughs> I- my close good friends. No, he called them his boys. <laughs> yeah, they, they're just all friends. They, like, you know, gives advice. And, like, he helps he helps write the new Blue's Clues show. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Which, it's Blue's Clues. It's like, all right, so this week we're doing one plus two. <laughs> uh, I think the funniest part about him, he said he's a writer. He said sometimes for, like, one of the very last scenes, I'll... I'll write uh, Donovan in just so they have to make him fly all the way out here just for one scene. <laughs> I'm like, that's that's a Steve move right there. What a lad. So the question is, is he partially responsible for that pride stuff? I don't... That part was kind of weird to me because I know people were like all arguing about that and I'm all for that. Like, But it just seemed like... It seemed like a lot. Like, I didn't even really understand what that video was. (laughs) Like, I don't think there's a problem with that. But it's like, it's like instead of taking baby steps with introducing that sort of stuff, that particular video was like a nosedive into the deep end. (laughs) Because there was like drag queens and dolphins. And there was just so much. Like, I was having sensory overload. I feel like babies... If we're going to explain that, we need to start off with, like, some people have two moms, some people have two dads. Let's, we're going to start right there, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Like, we don't just throw them into the pride parade because they have no idea what's going on. (laughs) Yeah, that makes sense. They're like, these dolphins, they're getting married, and also they don't have gender. (laughs) The kids are like, what's going on? (laughs) So, Valentine's Day. (laughs) Sorry, yeah. Happy Valentine's Day. The dolphins don't have a gender. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes, Valentine's Day. Let's talk about, uh, this would be a perfect outlet for me. You just, uh, what are some of your favorite, I don't know if you watch them, but rom-coms. Oh, God. I don't really, <laughs> I don't really watch rom-coms, to be have honest you with you. watched any? Yeah, not that I could really name. Oh, well, I can name a bunch. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure if you say something, I'll know. Yeah, more like, you know, see if you have uh, opinions on them, like I do. Yeah. Uh, so I think in terms of, like, being realistic romance, I think When Harry Met Sally, it's a, that's an old one. Uh, it stars Billy Crystal, who was Mike Wazowski, and... Some blonde chick. <laughs> uh, I love. I love that you had to mention this man was Mike Wazowski for context. <laughs> but yes, I have heard of that movie. Certain yes. scenes in that movie. Uh, <laughs> I think. Oh yeah. Uh, not for kids. 
<laughs> not for kids. No, no kids. What kids listen to this podcast? Um, but yeah, so that movie, I like. Oh, wait, because... you know who does? My cousin. Oh, uh, well. Hi, Allie. <laughs> hello. Hello, Caitlin's cousin. You're, you aren't going to watch that movie anyways. And now you're definitely not allowed to. <laughs> Man, now we're just driving their curiosity. That's the only child, I think, that listens to this. Let's hope so. Anyways, so when Harry met Sally, quick summary. It basically, or not summary, more like review. I think it depicts sort of a realistic romance because it doesn't have like it's about these two characters. They never dated. They all they their 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 relationship started with uh, driving back from college. Like some one of them is moving into like um, somewhere. But someone's helping the other one move, and they need a car, <laughs> so they have to drive all these hours to like a different state. And they get to talking in a car, and their friend they have like a mutual friend. So that's how they know each other. So the relationship starts there. Then, you know, they help them with the drive. And then the two, they don't talk again for, like, another five years. And they keep meeting over and over again at different stages in their life. Like, you know, they're dating different people. And finally, at one point, they're just, like, you know, they, uh, throughout the movie, it's the whole, the whole question of the whole movie is, can men and women be friends? And Mike Wazowski there, he says no. (laughs) (laughs) Because, you know, one of them always wants to sleep with the other person. (laughs) And Sally, um, oh my gosh, Sally's the name of the person in Monsters, Inc. That Mike Wazowski's dating. That's so confusing. (laughs) (laughs) This is so meta. Um, But anyway, she she basically says, like, no, men and women can be friends. And throughout the whole movie, not to spoil it, uh, but throughout the whole movie, they're sort of, they slowly become closer and closer friends. And they end up together at the end, but not in, like, the traditional way more just like Mike Wazowski there is like I know everything about you I and you are so annoying sometimes (laughs) it's like you do you do so many things that I don't agree with or think that are like lame but I like you so much that I don't find them as annoying with you and that's sort of the message of the movie like yes men and women can be friends but Harry and Sally are really good friends (laughs) um Let's see. I'm gonna keep listing some until you recognize them. There's thirteen. There was one that I. There's the one that I thought of. There was one that I thought of just. Is Wedding Crasher a rom com? I. Or am I stupid? I haven't watched it, so I would say no because I've seen a ton of rom coms, but maybe. (laughs) (laughs) That one's also funny and not for children. Stop giving. We need to stop giving recommendations. We need a good child movie. (laughs) Allie, stop listening. (laughs) Cover your ears. Allie, go watch Blue Sky. <laughs> you want to run? Well, down? she is uh, 13 or 14. I'm sorry. I don't, I'm don't. i pretty sure timeless. she's 14. So she's like, she's not a child, but still. A child. No. Um, but let's see. Have you heard of 13 going on 30? I've heard of it, yeah. All right. It's basically the better mo- version of the movie Big. Uh, which is about, you know, kid makes a wish. They're like, I wish I was old. And they they uh, turn old and big. He turns old, but the time's still the same. He just he just becomes a grown man and has to deal with that. Um, that one's a very strange movie. It has, it has a lot of issues. 
because like you know he he dates a woman but he's really 11 just in a man's body it's that's what, that one's not for kids that one it's a cute movie but some scenes they're not for anyone <laughs> so so many problems my little brothers really like it because like the whole the plaque's going because this is old tar machine uh oh yeah they, yeah and there's some scenes that are like classic with uh they're in the toy store fao schwartz and they like dance on the piano that's a cool scene but yeah, the relationship part of that movie is so bad it's it's bad <laughs> Um, 13 going on 30 is better because instead of just being turned into a 30 year old uh, uh, 13 year old Jenna gets sent into the future um, like you know through magic <laughs> and she gets to see what her life is like at 30 she realizes she's turned into an asshole <laughs> uh, she, she her childhood crush uh, so actually no her childhood best friend who was all her best friend who was crushing on her they're not even friends anymore so she's really confused because she's like how what happened in the years spanning from 13 to 30 that made you you know not want to be friends with me he's like no you didn't want to be friends with me (laughs) um and he's like you know her best friend's now engaged and stuff by the end of the movie she's like but I really loved you he's like sucks for you I guess you decided to ditch me when you were 13 and then she turns back into a 13 year old and then they fall in love and it's great (laughs) uh I'm just spoiling all these great movies (laughs) still watch them oh how can I forget my favorite rom-com I just watched it the other day um what's it called it's for free on youtube but she's a cheerleader i'm not gonna say anything about it because it's the perfect movie and everyone needs to watch it <laughs> uh is it but i'm a cheer but i'm a cheerleader yes it's about gays yay <laughs> uh yeah so much about that movie is great i think your sister can watch that one not to see your cousin you don't have a sister <laughs> <laughs> i don't have a sister <laughs> gave you a crisis <laughs> Um, long lost sister of course uh but yeah i think that that movie's fine there's a couple of scenes but well they do go with actually no never mind (laughs) they do go to a gay bar in one scene (laughs) oh maybe not (laughs) because the colors and aesthetic that movie is so like you know pinks and blues and like it's it has a brilliant color palette uh, I'm like, oh, it's for kids. No, it's not for kids. <laughs> Don't worry. We'll think of a of a movie about love that's for children. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, there's plenty more rom coms. I just always liked them as a kid because they all just they they wrapped up nicely. There was a problem. There was a conflict. The guy liked a girl. Uh, the the love story in a what's it called? Uh, Ten Things I Hate About You that one might be fine <laughs> I, have to, like, I have to fact check all of these before I scar your teen cousin <laughs> um, I, I've heard of that movie but I have never like I've never seen it or I don't know the plot or anything it's interesting I have to one of my friends if she listens to this she's gonna hate me because she says she loves the movie I was like bored half of the movie because it's so, some of it's so dated like there's high schoolers that are obviously not high schoolers and it's it's weird because it's like about two different romances it's about this uh girl that's like undateable in quotes uh and this guy who like you know is trying to date her 
for a not for a bet more just like there's two sisters if the older girl gets a guy you know which her father thinks is impossible like you'll never get a guy then the younger sister t- can date the father takes this back so he's like he says like oh my older daughter will never date anyone so if I say my younger daughter can date when she dates she'll also never date anyone um but it's the movies about both of those sisters like and their respective romances and the older sister's romance is so much more interesting <laughs> and <laughs> The, the movie's basically really interesting when it focuses on her and this guy. Uh, the guy's really goofy. It's where I saw the, like, I, I love you, baby uh, clip. Oh, the jazz band. Yes. <laughs> um, can't take my eyes off of you. That song, that's where I heard it. Uh, it's a, honestly, for, just for those parts, it becomes a much better movie. But like I said, in the beginning where they were sort of setting up the plot for all this, I was like, it was also 1 a.m., so it's a bit <laughs> when I was watching this. But I just remember it, like, dragging for a while. I'm like, come on, get get me to my guy-girl romance and conflict, and they get together, and it's great, and they're never going to break up. Why would you break up? So great. <laughs> like I said, the the appeal of rom-coms is that, you know, there's, there's a problem, but there's a solution, and they really like each other. And it just all works out. <laughs> So, you know, that was basically, that's, that sort of energy drove me as a child. It's like, you know, the whole, it's, uh, someone once said, like, you know, movies, they're not real. So trying to base your life around them is impossible and you should not do that. <laughs> uh, because, you know, nothing can be as simple as, like, you know, a movie conflict resolution. But as a kid who's dumb, <laughs> uh, it, it wasn't a terrible thing to live by i guess you know like, i love how most of this episode is just me not talking <laughs> and you talking about all things related to love and romance and i'm like i can't say anything about that i can't speak on that once caitlin gets a boyfriend we're, we're gonna dedicate a whole episode to her being like ah, i get it now <laughs> <laughs> i understand everything <laughs> uh we're gonna like title that one like Ooh, the matrix you're like i see it now <laughs> <laughs> you're like you're dodging bullets and whatnot <laughs> each bullet is like singleness and loneliness you're like no I understand <laughs> <laughs> yeah I can tell uh, this I just I talk a lot <laughs> well yeah I like I'm not on purpose like not talking I just don't know what to say because I'm like love what's that baby don't hurt me don't hurt me what is love no more (laughs) one day caitlin will understand love or not and we're both just going to die alone but in the woods in our respective witch houses witch houses with uh with pets with dogs i recently i love rabbits (laughs) happy valentine's day caitlin loves rabbits (laughs) i love rabbits i think they're the cutest uh, but I, I would consider get one, but I also don't know how to take care of them, and I feel like mm-hmm. they get into stuff a lot or kind of misbehave in certain ways that I'm not used to. <laughs> and like, my dog does have some like, we call it dominance issues. Like he's very possessive he over toys people. sometimes, or he would like try to eat tissues, and he would like, he would get really irritated if you try to take it away from him, and so. Like, I'm used to stuff like that, but not, like, 
peeing on the carpet, etc. <laughs> Chewing cords, you know. But yeah. I, I think they're the cutest. I love rabbits. <laughs> I think I'd probably start off with a fish again because, you know, I took a good care of my brother's fish until it died. <laughs> but uh, I don't know, honestly. It's, it's a responsibility, pets. Yeah. We'll it wouldn't be until much later in my life. Like, I wouldn't get a, a, an animal in college. Some people walk their dogs around campus, or they have, like, there's a club here uh, where you can train service dogs, and, like, it lives with you. Oh, and yeah, so, my, my brother's college had that. But I don't think I could do that. I think I'm a way too much. I Yeah, Bestie, you do so much. <laughs> oh, I would not recommend that. But, yeah. Oh, I was going to talk about... I did, you talked about your dream a while ago, about, like, you know, your fictional characters. (laughs) Yes. I had a dream recently. Um, It was very strange. I don't remember too much of it, but I just remember I was walking around my house, and I knew I was, like, in Florida. It was this house. But it was somehow almost an identical copy of my old house. But just, like, slightly off. And I remember in the dream just walking around, like, this is really messing me up. Like, you know, we couldn't have just moved to Florida and everything be different. No, everything's, like, just similar enough to make me sad. Like, like the house is practically exactly the same. Like, I remember looking, I'm like, look at those curtains. And I didn't, like, put together. I'm like, this isn't the house I live in right now. <laughs> <laughs> like, look at those curtains. Those curtains look just like the ones in our old house. Like, how am I supposed to move on from my old house if everything looks the same? Uh, and I just remember it feeling very uh, strange in that way. Um, and there's probably like, uh, like given some stuff I was I was talking with friends earlier that day, I understand why I was feeling like that. It was just because, uh, you know, I I sometimes feel bad that I'm like, oh, I live in Florida now. Why can't I move on from things that I used to have? Uh, like, you know, it makes sense why I can't. Things were better. <laughs> You know, I I had friends. I had a friend's house I could just walk to if I wanted to. Uh, you know, all my friends were within driving distance of 10 minutes, except for Caitlin. <laughs> Caitlin, you live in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> Caitlin, why, why can I see the stars? Where's all the light pollution? <laughs> why are there cows across the street? <laughs> Caitlin, why cows? Um, <laughs> but... Yeah, now it's just like, you know, sometimes it really hits me. I'm like, there's, you know, there's nothing here exactly where I'm like, man, this is like great. It's like, no, Caitlin's not here. <laughs> you know, I I have yet to make any memories. That I'm like, ah, oh, yes, this is this is worth it living here. It's like, no, it's, I, I plan on this thing again. <laughs> uh, it's It's in the to-do list. <laughs> but yeah so nothing like too deep I don't really have uh, too many romantic dreams there <laughs> like I said I'm dating the SATs I'm too busy <laughs> but, in that case I'm dating physics <laughs> or <yeah>. calculus <laughs> well which one's harder <laughs> uh, I don't know they're both pretty similar in content right now which I wasn't expecting 
Have you ever done stuff with vectors? Uh, yes, a while ago. I could not tell you what they are right now. Yeah, so we're kind of covering both of them at the same time in both classes. And so, <laughs> so they're both kind of equally like, what is happening? <laughs> like, Neither of them hate a good boyfriend. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe my trombone. Well, yes. her name's Teresa. <laughs> Teresa. Yeah, I think I remember. I got it wrong in an episode. And then I, I think I was listening over. I think I called it Patricia because I made that joke a lot. Oh, like, yeah. Patricia. <laughs> um, Patricia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I was editing one of the episodes. I just remember listening. And I'm like, that's not it's Teresa. <laughs> I got yeah. mad at myself for not remembering the name of your instrument. <laughs> I think I didn't remember that you got it wrong until you said you said Patricia instead, because I do remember that. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I made the wrong joke. I'm a failure. <laughs> <laughs> What else about Valentine's Day? Oh, I didn't talk about the candies. Did you like Fun Dip or did you hate it? Yes. Continue. (laughs) (laughs) Yes to what? (laughs) You said, did you like Fun Dip? Yes. Oh, I I said, no, I said, do you, did you like it or do you hate it? And you said yes. And I was like, (laughs) well, which one? (laughs) I love it. It's great. Yeah, that was, like, one of the candies that always came out around Valentine's Day, and only for that. And I actually, I did enjoy it, although I'm not really, a, like, a fruity candy person. I'm more like chocolate. You're I still a, enjoy you're a, a fruity candy. person. <laughs> I'm not, that's the thing, but I know what you're saying. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't really know what else about, like, Valentine's Day candies. Uh, oh, did do your parents or did they ever give you like Valentine's Day gifts? What? No. Okay. My parents do, and it's probably because I'm not dating anyone. <laughs> no, but they <laughs> they did it as kids, and like my great aunt would, and my grandma would. My they my great aunt and my parents sent me to school with uh, a lot of chocolate. <laughs> I got like bark thins for my room, which is basically chocolate, almonds, and coconut. And, uh, and then I got like peppermint patties, M and M's, peanut butter cups, and Kit Kats, and that's just all in my room now. Ooh. I need to stop. Well, it's not, it's not that it, I'm eating a lot of them, but like it's just a lot to have in your room at once. I get that. Yeah. Uh, but no, yeah, I'm, I'm a, a little surprised. Thing. <laughs> what? That's a you-specific thing, like your family getting you candy there. Anyways, continue. Yeah. That was kind of it. That's mostly what I know of Valentine's Day is, like, I get candy from the family. I gave out stuff, but no one really ever gave out stuff in return. Like, I I didn't expect them to, but now that I think of it, I don't think I received really any Valentine's gifts from my friends. Dang it, now we have to get you one. (laughs) Did did your school do the, like, Valentine-O-Gram or something? stuffed animal and you could have it sent to people's classrooms on valentine's day uh-huh well it was flowers but yeah oh okay yeah we had different stuffed animals every year i think i one of my friends got me a hedgehog and that is <laughs> that is all i got that is all you need <laughs> yes 
I mean, I do have a sloth stuffed animal <laughs> in my room right now. So, I love a stuffed animal. Did, have you seen those YouTube ads for Build-A-Bear that it's like this luxury Build-A-Bear with Swarovski crystals? Or no. Uh, Build-A-Bear After Dark has been in the news because people are, yes, I've seen it, but just to slightly go off topic, Build-A-Bear After Dark is basically like for adults and people like on Fox News are going insane. They think they're making sexy Build-A-Bears. They're not. <laughs> like, but yeah. I think the Swarovski crystals thing is very stupid. Why would you want to hug a diamond? That makes no sense. Yeah, why would you put that in a stuffed animal? And also, the stuffed animal is not even that cute. <laughs> yeah, right? If you're going to make something stupid, expensive, and unnecessary, make it cute. <laughs> make it cute, at least. Mm-hmm. I, I don't remember how much the sloth was, but it was at, at I got it at home when I was dorm shopping. And I was like, Mom, look at this sloth. And I, then I didn't pick it up. But then later she was like, go pick up the sloth. You're going to need it. And it's like the Aww. perfect size to hug. Mm-hmm. It's like it's like a bigger stuffed animal than what I have. So it's perfect size to hug. And I love it. I need nice. to name him. <laughs> hmm. I don't know. Steve the sloth. Ah. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, not going to name him Steve. I was debating whether to say that because I was like, I don't want to name him Steve, but I want to make this joke. <laughs> but no, I'm not going to name him Steve. But Steve if you maybe. comment on our next Instagram post, what I should name my sloth. <laughs> oh, speaking of Instagram, it was weirdly bugging out. It kept saying I had 15 new notifications on the podcast Instagram, but then I'd look at it and there was none. And I'm really surprised, disappointed in you all. There was, there's been only two likes in our most recent post. It has one of the funniest jokes I've ever made. <laughs> in uh, the post or this, or yeah, the post, not the, the post. Because uh, Haley, uh, shout out. She, she, she said like uh, when I put it up, like uh, the thing about John Mulaney. Uh, she, she asked, "Oh, did that really happen?" Um, and I'm like, "Oh, you, you sweet summer child, no." Go listen to the podcast. It was a dream. <laughs> I, I really, I cracked up out loud when I saw when you sent me that. <laughs> now, now we go back to Mulaney. Responding to Faith's random DM. Pretend like he's not uh, alone at a party. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, but, yeah. Good times. All right. Um, we could, unless you have more to say, we could end right here. I always have I, more to say, but yes, we should probably wrap it up. Yeah, I got it. For the, we'll make up for the two-hour episode from last week by making this shorter than an hour. You're welcome, society. But this yes, I have wanted. to. I have. Uh, gay club. Gay club. We've discussed this before. It's just the way I refer to it. I'm not let's trying to be offensive. I refer to it that way because you're like, oh yeah, club, yeah, yeah. I'm like, let's be honest here. It's gay club. Yeah, I think I said like it's where I meet the gays on Sunday nights. Yes, there's so many stuff like that. At college looks like so fun. Like I, one of my friends, she posted something where I don't even know what it was. She was just hanging out with her friends and like uh, little emo outfits there, and I was just like, you're living your best life, and I love it. <laughs> Oh, is it Allison? Yes, it was. Yeah, I saw that. 
Also, hi, Allison, if you're hi, listening. Allison. I don't know if she listens. <laughs> now she's going to know I referred to her outfit as emo. I mean it in a if very you nice way. Out, I can. <laughs> no, no, it's fine. Let's see. She'll text me if she listens. Then I'll know she'll actually listen to our podcast. <laughs> Like, babe, you call me emo. I'm like, you listen to our podcast. <laughs> um, yeah, those are some cool outfits. I wish I had that that style. I can't wait. I'm gonna make a. I don't know what where I'm gonna post it. Uh, but there's this audio on Instagram where it's from some like show. And the show was like, this is my conservative wardrobe. Look at me in all my conservative clothes. I'm just going to stand around and be like, look at this. Look at my shirts that say Faith on it. <laughs> Honestly, I could do the same thing. It's not like, it's not conservative, but it's just like modest, I guess. Modest in style. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. What I wear. I'm literally putting on a leather jacket right now. <laughs> modest in style. Now let me put on the leather jacket for the game. <laughs> yes. All right. We'll wrap it up here. Follow us on Instagram for all the crazy things we do. If you are Caitlin's cousin, don't listen to anything we say. <laughs> don't watch any movies. <laughs> don't watch any. You can listen to this. This is PG enough. You know, as I think back to that time, I said, be a slut for Jesus. Don't do that. <laughs> I think of all the times I swore in the um, Nutcracker reaction. <laughs> I mean, she's in her teens. If she was like four, I'd be that'd be a little concerned. Well, no, I wouldn't share that with her if she was that young. <laughs> Just cause... It's like, no, you're not watching Coco Melon. <laughs> you're watching us yell at the Nutcracker. <laughs> we're we're going to make you watch the Angels scene, but it's awful. Yes, of course. Uh, but yeah, follow us on Instagram for all the crazy things we do. Say, mostly say. <laughs> uh, um, name my sloth in the comments. Yes. Uh, go find some love to the Valentine's Day, or don't be like us. Die alone. <laughs> Date physics. <laughs> Date physics. Date the SATs. DM me if you need help with those. That's there's good advice. Good advice for your cousin. Go date the SAT. <laughs> Go date the SAT. Um, okay. But yeah. All right. All right. This has been two pink clowns. We clowning. Bye.